In his article, Tiwari claims, Bose would later name a regiment in INA as Azad Regiment in honor not of Chandrasekhar Azad, lest one thought so, but of the Maulana Azad, no Ashfaq nor Azimullah. He means the revolutionary and the 1857 freedom fighter. Now, this is amusing. On one hand, he touts revolutionaries as the true patriots and thinks that divisions of INA should have been named after them. But Vallabhai Patel, who publicly denounced the revolutionaries as a bunch of hotheads messing with things they have no business in. He even colluded with Gandhi and Nehru to suppress the naval mutiny. He suddenly becomes very credible for Sarvesh Tiwari in case of the Vittal by Will because it is more important to spike Subhash Bose. There is another thing. How can Sarvesh Tiwari predict which side Ashwakullah or Azimullah would have swung had they been present in the years before partition? Maybe they would have chosen Pakistan? Ashwakullah used to assiduously read the Quran in jail. If the case is against Islamism, any Muslim can turn out to be a jihadi tomorrow. Maulana Shaukat Ali of the Khilafat fame was associated with the revolutionaries. He used to supply arms to Anushilan. Let me read out a quote. People talk sometimes of the need of the Muslims joining hands with the Hindus because some incidents in contemporary history have not been exactly to their liking. Soft-headed and some self-advertising folk have gone about proclaiming that Muslims should join the Congress because the government had revoked the partition of Bengal because Persia and Turkey are in trouble. We are simply amused at this irresponsible fatuity. But when a responsible body like the London branch of the All India Muslim League talks of closer cooperation between the Hindus and Muslims because the Muslims of Tripoli and Persia have been the victims of European aggressions, we realize for the first time that even sane and level-headed men can run off at a tangent and confuse the issues. What has the Muslim situation abroad to do with the conditions of the Indian Muslims? Have the questions that really divide the two communities lost their force and meaning? If not, then the problem remains exactly where it was at any time in recent Indian history. Board of arbitration, peace syndicates and solemn pacts about cows cannot solve it any more than we can by a spell of occult words control the winds and the tides. The communal sentiment and temper must change and interests must grow identical before the Hindus and Muslims can be welded into a united nationality. Sounds like a very level-headed, broad-minded, nationalist Indian leader, isn't it? These words come from Mulana Muhammad Ali Johar, leader of the Khilafat movement, written some years before he took up cudgels for the Caliphate in India. This is what happens when courts are taken in isolation. Anyways, back to facts. During March to April 1942, Indian Independence League conferences were held to bring all representative organizations of Indians in South Asia under one banner, during which the formal motion was passed to raise an army under it for Indian independence. These conferences were called the Azad Bharat Sabhas. So, the word Azad was in circulation at that time. Azad Brigade was formed when the first Indian National Army took shape in September 1942. It was named Number 1 Hind Field Force 
so the word hind for this independence indian independence army was also there it was organized into three brigades gandhi brigade nehru brigade and azad brigade so the name azad brigade existed at least 10 months before subhash bose even took over the command of ina in july 1943 also hindustani was drilled in along with the written english communication at this stage but why were the brigades named after congress leaders for this we have to look at another set of events which came to be known as the bidadari resolutions now after abandoning their pledge to the british indian army the indian soldiers who were asked to enlist for ina wanted the assurance that they were indeed going to fight for india and not becoming pawns in turn of the japanese there was significant uh, apprehension and suspicion uh, against the japanese also while the british at this time had launched an intense propaganda among the indian public against the action axis nations the excesses uh, committed by the japanese on the chinese were reported in gory details and greatly exaggerated within british indian army intense propaganda and indoctrination was carried out defaming the indian pow's portrayed as renegades who had betrayed their motherland they were dubbed jifs short for japanese inspired fifth columnists and portrayed as unprincipled brutes the effects of this propaganda we'll have a look at later indian leaders got foolishly taken in by it and started issuing denunciatory statements against the japanese and the axis powers pledging support to the anti fascist allies which started playing on the minds of captured indian soldiers and rajbehari bose had come down strongly on indian leaders for this stupidity We find Subhash Bose's broadcasts from Germany regularly advising listeners to avoid making the fatal mistake of believing in the allied propaganda offensive in India or even uh, the one disseminated by the Indian National Congress which he warned were just voices coming through the channels of British propaganda Anand Mohan Sahai who was the was with Indian Independence League that time he wrote on the mischievous propaganda now being carried on in india to misrepresent japan there and he criticized the naivety of indian leaders that while some in india were advocating a boycott of japanese goods this only gave comfort to britain indians should recognize that it was englishmen who were instigating chinese hostility to japan he had also uh, written to nehru and urged congress leaders to maintain neutrality in the sino-japanese conflict mohan singh at this time went about his errand getting the indian pow's to join not giving fiery speeches on patriotism to the soldiers he was holding talks with the indian officers trying to coax them if they joined the soldiers would join automatically and it is important to know what was going on in their minds which becomes clear when you read their personal accounts they wanted to have clarity on who and what they would be fighting for bhai lad lenge par lana kiske liye agar india ke liye lad rahe hain to ye league wale kaun hain second order kisse lene ye malayan aur singaporean indian baithe hain ye batayenge ya japaniyon se to 
इंडियन इंडिपेंडेंस का क्या हाउ वुड द नो दैट दे वर नॉट बींग मैनिपुलेटेड बाई ग्रुप्स विद इंटरेस्ट अब्रॉड सो टू थिंग्स ऑफ अटमोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंस टू मिलिट्री मैन एलिजेंस एंड दी चेन ऑफ कमांड वी विल रिविजिट दिस सीन एट दी पी ओ डब्ल्यू कैंप वेन वी लुक एट दी आई एन ए ट्रायल्स सो दी ऑफिसर्स केप्ट क्विजिंग मोहन सिंह ऑन दी जैपनीज मोटिव्स एंड मोहन सिंह ऑल द वाइल्ड वर्स ट्राइंग टू कीप दम इंटरेस्टेड बट दीज थिंग्स वर प्लेइंग ऑन हिज माइंड टू इन हिज वेरी फर्स्ट मीटिंग विद फूजीवारा मोहन सिंह हैड इंक्वायर्ड वेन वॉज सुभाष घोष कमिंग This was the proposal that the regional Indian Independence League delegates had taken to the first conference in Tokyo in March 1942 and this was what Colonel Shanawas had said to the Japanese intelligence chief that there was only one man outside India who could start a real INA so Subhash Bose's taking over INA was set course all through with or without Mohan Singh being one of the tallest leaders that time seen as equal to gandhi having him as commander of the independence army was a clear signal that they were going to fight for their country but meanwhile so that he could start off mohan singh convened a meeting of the officers in april 1942 in bidadari the biggest pow camp in singapore whereby they framed a set of resolutions on the broad principles of the independence army and an agreement that the in army would go into action only when the congress and the people of india asked it to this was obviously added just to quieten the soldiers angst because there's no way congress or the people of india could send them directions but this was basically the reason the brigades were named after congress leaders to reiterate that they would be fighting only for india and not along javanese lines after this on may 9th 1942 recruitment for ina started eventually uh, when organization of the independence army began even their arm bands were embroidered with the congress flag along with the letters ina until the burma campaign which went on till february 1944 ina used the swaraj flag of the international congress 